Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Hi, welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast, episode 9. I am Florencia Ramirez, your host and author of the book Eat Less Water. Before I get started with today's episode, I want to tell you about an upcoming opportunity to learn how to eat less water in your own kitchen with me. It's a chance for us to cook together virtually. I love cooking with others, and it will include batch cooking, ideas, and recipes. You can make the eat less water recipes alone or include family and friends. This is especially a good way to get your kids cooking, and it will cost less than getting two large pizzas delivered. I have a link to learn more in my show notes. So today you're either listening to this episode on July 4th pre-party or post-party. Either way, I want to give you some tips that will help you save water and grow well-being for you, your guests, and especially the planet. On episode six, I provided three action steps for your party planning that focuses on the menu planning part. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I suggest after this episode to go back because what I've come to realize is the most effective way to eat less water and to waste less food and resources is with meal planning. And just with just a little bit of time that you put in on the front end, at least I've noticed for myself, I don't overpurchase food that ends up getting wasted. So today I'm going to focus on the party time. All of this is in my 10 tips to eat less water for summer party planning, which is a guide. It's about 14 pages long. It's a guide that I put together. So, you know, step taking you step by step so you can waste less food and just have a better time and because uh, you're in alignment with nature when you're eating less water and it just feels good all around. It feels good with the money that you save. It feels good because your body just doesn't feel as heavy and it feels good because you know that you're part of the solution. And I know for myself, especially in this time when it feels like I don't have a lot of control about what's happening in the world around me, but I do have control over what I do in my kitchen. I do have control over the food and the people 
the farmers that I am partnering with when I'm eating less water. And that to me feels empowering. That to me is why I can still, regardless of what's happening outside of my house, I can still feel well-being and I can still feel joy and steep into the delicious parts of living. So that's what I invite you to do with me. And uh, you, the way you can get this 10 tips to eat less water, it's my gift to you, is to go onto the show notes and there's a link for it. I'm putting it kind of closer to the top so you, it's easy to find and you can have it delivered to your inbox. But today I'm going to really focus on the party time because as I, I know today is July 4th as I'm recording this. But it's pre-party for me, but it may be post-party for you. And this can absolutely apply to any party at any time. And also, it, these, these tips can apply to you regardless of whether or not you're hosting or if you're attending a party. So that's what I like about this, these particular tips. In the guide, I break it down into three parts. The planning part, which is the, what I really talked partially about in episode six. And then there's a shopping part, which I haven't talked about, but I will eventually. And then there's the party time part. So the first tip that I'll talk about is to avoid putting out all the food at once. And it totally makes sense to do this because you don't want things sitting out, especially like appetizers, and especially if it's a garden party outside and you have flies, or even if you have those little cute little net things over your the food, all you need is one person to not place it back. And then you have flies or bees or uh, wasps, you know, that are floating around your food, and then nobody wants to eat it. And then it's also not something that anybody wants to pack up as a leftover either. So even if, if it's a potluck and somebody's bringing, and they bring this huge platter or a huge salad or something like that, I'll take a portion of that and put it out and then just gauge how people are eating it and then put more out as needed. This is also a really good place to put somebody else in charge because that's the reason we tend to, as a host, want to put everything out at once because it's easier to do it that way. You just want to put it out, forget about it because there's all these other things that are required of you as a host. We all have those friends who are always asking, how can I help? How can I help? Well, this is a good way to delegate the duties of hostessing is to have them be that point person to constantly look to see what needs to be replenished. You could also be that volunteer for friends if you are not hosting the party, but you're at the party. I tend to be the, that person to help plate things. And so instead of, for example, putting all the cheese and the, the meats and the veggies that, you know, is a standard appetizer at a party, 
I'll look at it and, you know, kind of gauge how many people are out there and just put a portion of it and then keep the rest in the refrigerator. And then I'll notice and then I will go back and replenish things as they need replenishing. Another thing, and I actually have language for this in the 10 tips to eat less water for summer party planning guide, is how to ask people to bring their own plates and dish sets. We want to minimize the trash at these parties. I get it, especially if it's a bigger party, you don't want to have stacks and stacks of dishes afterwards. So we tend to put out the throwaway plates and eating utensils and plastic cups. But why not ask your guests to bring those things? It feels so much nicer to eat off of real plates and use a real fork, not a plastic fork. What I I do is I ask for people to do that. I have language that I've written that I always include in my invitations, whether I'm texting an invitation or it's a printed invitation that I um that I put in in there that you can absolutely just lift and use. But I went to the to the thrift store and I bought a bunch of silverware. It doesn't have to match, which is okay. And I keep it in a container in the garage that I only pull out when I have parties. If I lose some, it's okay. It's just a nicer thing to have. And if I'm only having to wash some forks and knives and spoons in the dishwasher with a few plates and stuff. It doesn't doesn't feel so heavy at the end of a party. I also, if I'm attending a party, because, and if I'm attending a party, I tend to also bring my plates, my forks, my napkins, um, even if I'm not asked to, which I don't know that I've ever been to a party where they've asked me to do that. But I hope that will change. It is an opportunity for me to help the host with with not having to take care of my dishes. And I'll just have a basket packed. And it's also a good way to inspire people to do the same. So I've noticed, because I've been doing this for such a long time now, that people within my circle have started to do it themselves. And they'll come to either my parties or other parties and will also have their dishware with them. And then it's fun to see each other's dishware. You know, it's a fun thing to do. It feels good. It feels good. So I, I want to make sure that I, that I just kind of lift that up because when we are in alignment with nature, the rewards just keep flowing. And one of those rewards is it feels good. The last idea I'm going to leave you with is to plan for leftovers. Before you host a party, I also have language in the guide for this too. One of the things, in addition to suggesting people to bring their own dishware and eating utensils, you could also ask people to bring a container for leftovers. And I start to tuck away containers if I know a party is upcoming so that I have something to send people home with. Because 
the reality is there will be leftovers. So one of the things to reflect on if this is a post-party episode for you is to look at how, how many leftovers do you have? How could you, for the next party, minimize overbuying so you don't have those leftovers? Because for me, successful party planning is when there is hardly anything left over, not even left over to take home. Because the reality is, is when we have send food home, our hope is that people will eat it. But you and I know, because we've done the same thing, is people will want us to take the food and we feel like we're obligated to take the food, but then it comes to our house and oftentimes it doesn't get eaten either. So just sending the food off doesn't necessarily mean that it will not be wasted. We should still plan for leftovers for ourselves and also for people to take with them. And the nice thing is if you give people the opportunity to bring their own containers, it's really self-selection. The people who will grasp onto that are people who are better at incorporating leftovers in their future menu. Kind of attached to that, but somewhat a different tip is to have some type of bin. It could be even as simple as a big bowl where you can keep all things to be composted. So the uneaten food on plates, for example, that can be composted. Here in California, we, as of January 1st, finally have a food waste program where it's mandated in the state. And many other states have had that for a while, but there's many states that don't have it at all. So for me now, it just, we have a container. We can collect everything and put it in the green waste can. But before I would compost in my yard, there's different ways that we can compost if you don't have a program instituted through your city or municipality. Another thing I used to do when I moved to the beach and I found myself with zero yard and so zero place to put a compost bin. And there's many people who are in that situation too. I actually adopted a friend's chickens. We worked it out where I would deliver the food waste in a bag. She had 20 chickens who were glad to eat that food waste. She would give me the list of things she did not want in the food scraps. So there's a different ways we can deal with compost or an eaten food. But really, throwing our food away in the trash should be the very last resort. So the first thing is to reduce how much food is left over. And then the second is to then figure out a plan for how you can incorporate those leftovers into future meals. And then the next thing would be compost any food that didn't make it into a meal. And then the very last thing would be to throw it away. And the dishware and eating utensils, of course, fall into that as well, just to reduce our waste. So our bins are not overflowing with wasted food and trash after a party. I hope that helps you with your party planning. And remember, you can also get the 10 tips to eat less water for summer party planning. 
And it includes a template that you could print out and put on your refrigerator door, which is where I have mine. And so I thank you so much for listening. Please come join me again every Monday and Wednesday for more action tips. If you like what you're hearing, please share this with others and leave me a review. Uh, Also, please feel free to send me an email and give me some ideas for future shows. I'm open always to cross-pollination. So bye for now until we meet again. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to eat less water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Thank you.